Right, so we're kicking off uh, today's Nine Hertz podcast with a band called Dead, um, which is fantastic as just a, you know, a dead stop kind of name. Absolutely brilliant. So, um, Pete, you found this on Forbidden Place Records, and that song was called Grifted Apart. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, apparently, I've since found out, like, this came out in April via the band, but then it's getting picked up by and then they're an Australian band and this has been Forbidden Place is an American label so it's been picked up there and that's where it came to my attention they're putting it out uh, I think in the last few days so um, I'm valid for a new release podcast still in my mind yeah. uh, especially because it's so good and I'm, you know I, I'm, I'm glad to have picked it up on the second round as it were yeah. um, you know it's it's full of energy it's it's you know there are two piece and it you know it's you can kind of reel off. You can get stuck in reeling off, um, you know, two-piece bands when you talk about them. But I think the the it, this reminds me so much of big business. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard not to, you know, to, to avoid doing that. And but it's no bad thing, you know. Um, this is it's not to the detriment at all because this is as good uh, as anyone doing this sound, other than big business themselves, I guess. You know, it's um, it's the best of two pieces. You know, the kind of the the spirit of it the spirit of lightning bolt you know the uh, and this murkly heavy guitar tone which is just right and then you know it's it's less than three minutes long I think the song but I think it's about after one one and a half minutes maybe a bit after that it just changes slightly and it just gives me chills it's that good a song um, I was straight in on this and I thought yeah we've got to play this I'm glad it's first as well it's a, it's a real kind of energetic opener yeah I thought I thought that was the case basically it's it's just so um, out there and you know like you say, energetic. Um, I mean, to be honest, like you say, the big business thing is pretty obvious, but they, they're not doing it as a sort of carbon copy. It's kind of like they've taken that spirit no. yeah. and uh, they've run with it. And it's, it's different enough to kind of be, you know, stand up on its own two feet, really. Um, yeah. I have to say, it's absolutely crammed with guests from various bands. So Creston Spires, who is in Harvey Milk, or was basically Harvey Milk, um, plays guitar uh, on one of the songs. Uh, Joe Preston from Melvins and Thrones and all sorts of other bands um, is is on there somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. there's, there's all sorts of people on it. I, I don't quite know the other guys in the band. So um, there's someone called Veronica Avola. Uh, there's Hirofumi Uchicho, Uchino, uh, Jenny Diversion, Guru Mo. So I presume they're all in either Australian bands or um, just bands they know. And yeah, it's, it's it's a great sort of amalgamation of, of really cool music. Really, um, it, the only thing I'd say is over quite quickly. There's a really long song at the end, but yeah, like the, the album sort of flies by, and it's it's just great. I, I don't know if it's, is this their debut. Um, I don't. I, I'm, I'm kind of just going. I don't think it is. I think they've been. You know, um, I'm kind of bringing it back. Kind of, yeah, they seem to have had a few releases before. It's one. You know instantly love it so we're gonna to have to go back through that because um they've got something about them diff- you know really it's like you said i didn't mean the big business thing as a as a you know criticism in any way oh, yeah. there, there is enough it's just you know i, I love that band and and uh, you know and, and i love this instantly as well yeah absolutely i think the um the spirit of that kind of um that genre or that style is definitely um present in the next band we're going to talk about as well so uh, Wrong Speed Records is a, a new record label that's just put out a few releases so far. Um, it's Joe from Hey Colossus' his new label. Uh, they're putting out the Hey Colossus record. I think that comes out in November. I think that's right. Um, but this tape just appeared on Friday, I think, um, called uh, The Alcoholics. And again, it's a it's a band shrouded in mystery. I think if we were to find out who is in it, we'd probably be quite familiar with them. It's, it's just a South East London um agro noise uh, recorded overlooking the south circular road um this year basically so it sounds like a jam band it sounds like they're just having fun and it's brilliant i think it's all over in about half an hour as well it's on it's like a tape release on uh, just 50 copies on at wrong speed but i i absolutely love this what did you reckon pete yeah i, I like this there was two tapes um out by the label the other was pole and both you know both great releases yeah um this one it's it's actually taken me um i've listened it through a few times and i still don't feel like i've fully figured it out yeah um even though maybe on the surface it's fairly straightforward 
like I keep going back in and it's and you know I just can't quite figure where it is I think very loosely you can say there's that whole kind of hey Colossus you know scene of you know of bands like that with a you know slight god fleshy industrial tone but but you know that's not nailing it down anywhere close to what it is for no um and sometimes you get you you, you know sometimes I listen through and it's just that kind of um hardcore post-hardcore rush and others it feels a lot more complex and and that's what I mean. I, I, I still hasn't kind of settled with me, and, and that's a good thing. I don't mean that as a negative. Is it? Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. The fact that I keep going back in proves that. <laughs> um, it also shows us, you know, something different, something special within it. Uh, yeah, definitely, absolutely. And and like some of the songs are literally scraping like two or three minutes. Um, and and like you say, if there's kind of that much going on, then you kind of have to kind of wonder what what is actually sort of like the intention really um it reminds me a little bit of the first few working man noise unit records like there's one called play loud and it's just this kind of garage sound you know like really sort of heavy thundering energetic sort of thing so yeah i I absolutely love it we're going to play a song off this called who you standing for but yeah i'd urge you to go and have a listen so it's the with two e's dash alcoholics.bandcamp.com and you can find that dead uh, record that we played first at forbiddenplanetrecords.bandcamp.com. play um kind of black metal on on this podcast it's it's always with good reason we, we try and find something that's a bit unusual a bit out of the box um for, for the genre because it's so weighed down with bands that all sound the same um so when you find something that's really interesting really engaging uh, you've got to kind of grab it with both hands and that's exactly what i think we've done with the next one so pete you found a band called ilknyar uh who've um, released um an album which translates as the seat of the soul um completely brilliant stuff and i think the the um the person behind it um uh is in another band called ray and another band called endlock but um i'm not familiar with those but this is just quite brutal and quite um unsettling Mm. um we're playing the opening track and i think it kind of sets the dark tone for the rest of the record really doesn't it yes yeah and you know i'm familiar with endlock and and but not much more although I am kind of aware of this kind of Icelandic black metal scene, which is meant to be a vibrant thing. And, um, and and I'm glad you kind of, you know, this is my choice, and I'm glad you've picked up on the same feeling I had towards it. You know, we don't play much black metal, and when we do it, it's, it's stuff that uh, really goes out there, pushes boundaries, and, and you know, is, is strange in every way. And this, you know, this fits that bill perfectly. Um you know, it's it's so distinctive. It's you know, it's this alchemy of strangers, and um, you know, it, it twists those traditional elements. You know, that they're, they're there, but it, it pulls them and pushes them and adds, you know, like psychedelic, you know, kind of sense to it, so that what you're left with is is something original. You know, you've got you know, it's got this brilliant artwork which gives you a clue to kind of its oddball uniqueness. Yeah. Um, I think if you had to pin it down, you know, you could say something like. Uh, better it or you know or even a bit of like say like the gurgling death metal of like demilic or something like that but but really you know it, this is something different this is you know this is um a band kind of forging their own path 
and it sounds you know it sounds vibrant for it which like you say for you don't get too much of in black metal yeah it's got that dissonant thing going on it's got like the almost like mismatched notes flying over each other and and making that really weird um kind of otherworldly thing that we've been playing a lot of in death metal but i haven't really heard much of it in in black metal so to hear it like in this context and you know you know with with the um proud musical heritage that iceland's got you can kind of see where they've come from here and yeah it's absolutely brilliant like really overwhelming i think is probably how i'd describe it to most people but in a good way um so yeah we're gonna play a song um it's just gonna open it opens the record and it's called i am the light the fire and the beginning i'm not going to attempt the icelandic because i don't want to insult good people of iceland
it's always a joy to find uh, a record label that we've never heard of at the Nine podcast. You know, there's going to be thousands in the world. There's so many people making amazing metal, amazing kind of unusual uh, sounds, experimental sounds across the world. But um, yeah, this this kind of just came out of nowhere, really. I found this um, via a Bandcamp troll, as I do, um, you know, as, as we do on this podcast. Um band called Static Intervals, and they've uh, got a new record out on Middleman Records, uh, which you can find at middlemanrecords.bandcamp.com, who seem to write, um, who seem to record their own podcasts. Um, I'm, I'm yet to sort of take a dive into those, but there's about 56 episodes of it, so I'm going to kind of see what they're after um, with that. But uh, yeah, it seems like they've found this band um, and they've put this out. Um, reminds me a little bit of the band Circle Takes a Square from a long time ago. Uh, there's a band there's, a, there's an album called As The Roots Undo, which is kind of like a seminal, chaotic, hardcore um, part art experiment, I guess. And it's got the dual vocals, and I think that's the obvious comparison to draw here. But the whole record is quite haunting and quite sort of fevered um, and quite sort of earnest. And I quite like a bit of that now and again. A little bit emo, maybe. <laughs> what did you think, Pete? I I really like this. I, I kind of instantly um, listed the full album. You know, I, I had the list of songs he sent through, and I cut you know cut out of going through those to to get into this, and then um, you know downloaded the album as well because I, it's you know and that's not always the case. You know, not not through you know offence of um, your choices or anything like that, but just the, the necessity from the volume of music we get yeah. through. Um, I kind of got this straight away, loved it straight away, and. I think my first impression when I was listening to the song you sent was it was going to be like a, a screamo song. Mm. Um, but actually, and uh, particularly on other songs, but even on this one, it brings in, I don't know, I've got bits of like Kylisa or Keelhole or Neurosis, yeah, that, those types of vibes, which then put on a handbrake to the kind of expected rush I was, you know, which was, I thought was coming from the standard screamo formula. Now, you know, this is my preconception, which was, but there is, you know, there is a hardcore screamo and, you know, those types of bands in there. And it makes for this kind of maelstrom of noise and emotion and riffs, particularly towards the end, which, you know, breaks the formula and makes it, you know, something fresh and exciting. Absolutely. And I think um, just the passion in there is is kind of what sells it for me. So, yeah, really good record. And again, it's it's not the longest sort of release in the world, probably about half an hour, 45 minutes, but... Yeah, it packs so much into that, and it's it's absolutely brilliant. So, um, the album's called To the Surface, um, and like I said before, you can get this at middlemanrecords.bandcamp.com. We don't know too much about the actual band, so if they want to sort of step forward and sort of make themselves known a little bit, um, it'd be really nice to kind of know how long they've been going. You know, whether they've got any of the releases out. Um, absolutely brilliant. So we're going to play a song called Fill the Sky. Uh, yeah, enjoy. This is Static Intervals.
So we just got talking off air about um, compilations and how there's a lot. Um, there's, there's actually been quite a few um, released through lockdown and, and through this year, you know, because people want to raise money for various things. And um, there's often kind of talk about people's favorite compilations. You know, there's seminal kind of collections of music where people kind of grow up with this almost like a sampler and it kind yeah. of stays with them for a long time. I mean, I always quote Contaminated 3 is, is my favourite compilation of all time because yeah. it's just two CDs of absolutely brilliant stuff from Relapse. Yeah. But, um, you know, the Kerrang the Kerrang compilations are, are, you know, important to a lot of people as well. Yeah, I had the um, Stoned Revolution, which was um, just as I was getting into Stoner Rock or, you know, a couple of years in, was a Stoner Rock compilation. I think it was created by... Lee Durin uh, and um, Walter from Roadburn, oh, which uh, yeah. yeah, and it's amazing. It's got everyone on there, Caius and Sleep and everyone. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah, I've always wanted to. If I ever did a label, um, I've wanted to maybe like bring together um, just all the decent bands I've ever played with. It would be a complete mess of a compilation, but it'd be brilliant. It'd, it'd, you know, have some real sort of tunes that anyone could get into on it. But yeah, I mean, I think they just stay with people, don't they? They're, they're kind of like a very personal thing to a lot of people so to see a uh, a label bringing out their debut one and, and to sort of see them only put 10 songs on it and you just know all these 10 songs mean a lot to this label and yeah it, it kind of comes off really well so um the label's sleeping village records and they've put out uh, a compilation called caravan of doom which might be a nod to cathedral like we talk about lee dorian just then it might be a little nod to them um but yeah, absolutely amazing compilation of bands that I, some of them we've played before, like Stonus and Old Horn Tooth. But there's ones on there that I'm I'm yet to sort of listen to, like uh, the brilliantly named Joint Hugger. Um, but the one that we've uh, picked is a band called Earth Diver. So the song Blood Moon on there kind of led you, Pete, to um, to looking into their uh, latest release, Lord of the Cosmos. Yeah, and it's great, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is, and, and like the best of compilations, you know, if that then you know, sends you off in several other directions of discovery, you know, finding more about those bands, and it's done its job. Yeah. Um, and that was the case here. There's a band called Dizzy Goat. Um, <laughs> and, what, you know, and they've got an album out this year. And, and that, yeah, I thought, I've got to play one of these bands as representation of this, this compilation. It could have been either. So I'd recommend, you know, uh, you know get into this compilation. It's Name Your Price. And, you know, there's a lot to discover. This Earth Diver with the one I went with, um, the, you know, they've got this, you know like dungeons and dragons type cover which is you know outstanding you know outstandingly mm -hmm. bold these amazing colors um and you know it's it's beefed up stoner rock it's it's got like hints of sludge it reminds me of um a gem of the band beaten back to pure yes um, a yeah. kind of subtle style sludge you know real grimy thing going on and it's somewhere between those two real kind of punchy and yeah i like I, you know it's, it's I'm always going to like stuff like this, and I'm really happy to get get it on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, the record's really good as well. Like the the on its you know standing up on its own, um, and yeah, there's plenty of you know there's ten albums there to just go and dive into basically. So thank you to uh, Sleeping Village. This is really good. Um, you can get the compilation uh, Caravan of Doom Volume One at sleepingvillagerecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, but we're going to play a song that sort of opens the Lord's, Lord of the Cosmos record by Earth Diver, and you can get this at earthdiverdenver.bandcamp.com.
So, Cruel Nature Recordings, um, you know, absolutely brilliant label. We've played quite a lot from them before. Um, just came out with this amazing record by a band called Lumphammer. I think it's their debut. Um, and to me, it sounds like a practice room kind of sludgy doom um, sort of project that's basically lurched further than the practice room and, and just sounds alive. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. Like, um, nine tracks of just incredibly beefy music basically it's, it's just um yeah just lots of volume lots of primal sort of screaming on it and yeah i absolutely love this <laughs> what did you make of it Pete? i think you were contemplating using this as well weren't you yeah yeah i, I kind of you know we both came to this one um <laughs> and you can see why you know it's utterly like belligerent it doesn't you know it's got this uh mission to you know to to make a noise make a racket and it, it doesn't deviate you know really throughout the whole thing um, and, and a bit like the, the the alcoholics one before, it took me a little while to get my head around. You know, it doesn't ever sit comfortably. You know, but if you kind of embrace that abrasiveness, um, it, you kind of rewarded with it. You know, it's in there. You know, you know, there's something in there. Um, and you know, whether it's like, despite that kind of, you know, the rough edges and the the hammering of it, it there's something warm inside it. Um, yeah, really good record. Yeah. Um... Apparently, this uh, comes out um, on tape, and it co- it kind of coincides with the performance at the Tusk Virtual Twenty Twenty Festival. Um, I don't know if anyone's kind of familiar with that, but uh, I think they've just brought together as many um, interesting bands as they could to play virtually. I think you can still watch all of the sets via uh, I think it's Oral Aggravations website. So yeah, if you want to sort of see this band in action, then you know there's probably a live stream on there as well. Yeah, um, other, I mean, so the other thing I'd say about this is. And it's probably because of cruel natures from the northeast. But you know, it, it, I wasn't surprised to see this was from you know the northeast of England. There just seems to be a lot of kind of bands who do this type of thing. You know, as well as the, um, I kind of associate like the uh, bong and the and the you know Mike Vest related bands. But also this kind of, you know, this uh, noise rock, um, you know, ugly sludgy noise thing going off. And there's there's a lot of great music coming out of there. Um, and you know, Cruel Nature puts so much stuff out. There's bands like uh, uh, Lovely Wife and things like. There must be a great, you know, great gig scene. That was a great gig scene, and hopefully yeah. will be again. And you know, it's you kind of imagine being there and going to gigs all the time. If you know, if you're living up in Newcastle or wherever. Yeah, I think there was a quite healthy doom and a quite healthy noise scene up there for a long time as well. So, I think um, it's got that kind of grittiness that you know Manchester or Liverpool or. Um, any of the kind of northern cities have as well. You know, they've all got great scenes, and I think Newcastle sometimes get a, a bit maligned because of its distance from everyone. But it's an absolute hive of activity for bands of this nature. So, yeah, really, really worth kind of digging into this label. And, and again, like um, the sort of labels that Bong are involved with and, and bands like that. So, yeah, it's it's a healthy, healthy scene up there. Really cool stuff. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna play a song called uh, Big Bird. You can get this on cassette um, or digital. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, there's only 65 copies of that tape worldwide, so get in quick. You can get this at cruelnaturerecordings.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is Lumphammer.
we love a good split release on the Niners podcast. That's a fact. We've got one pretty much every week for the past few weeks. Uh, I think there's two or three on this on this podcast this week. So, yeah, um, a band called Weed Snake have come together with a band called El Escuadron de la Muerte, uh, which means Death Squads. Um, and yeah, we we absolutely love both sides of this. Um, Pete, you found this. Um, yes, I think it's um, was it a Bandcamp troll again? Yes, it was. And then you know the the other band on this are called Weed Snake, um, and the cover is this bright you know thing with uh, you know weed leaves and and kind of um, ghoul faces, and you kind of think, yeah, I, you, I knew I knew what type of music it was going to be, and I knew I was going to like it. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it is. You know, both, like you say, both both bands, um, you know, bring their all, and kind of this band kind of just shaded it for me. Um, you know, it's really really good stuff. It feels more like dark alley sludge, you know, like in the mire rather than the kind of you know the groove of say Bongzilla or Weed Eater. Um, this is, you know, it's a bit, uh, you know, it's more aggressive and 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 darker than that, and it's it, yet yeah, within it, it's still got this kind of melancholic almost stoner rock core sound to it and you know that makes it feel brooding it's um you know if it wasn't maybe for the accent and the language it reminded me something of like the uk sludge scene of like 10 or 15 years ago you know yeah. where that's like berserkovitz or asia the mirai or charger you know bum snogger all these bands. that's what it reminds me of but with this mexican accent yeah yeah, it's kind of, yeah i mean they're from a place called san luis potosi uh, in mexico so yeah, the, the you know the accent definitely cuts through, doesn't it? But it's yeah, like you say, it's got a dark, grimy feedback kind of strewn sound um, of that time, and yeah, it, it's just really satisfying. I think that's a, a good way to put it. Like just really kind of yeah, um, you kind of want to see in a in a dingy pub um, with yes. your mates with cans of beer, don't you? Really, so that's always yeah. a, that's always a plus point from us. We're, we're easily pleased. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so. Um, like I say, the, the translation for this is Death Squads. Um, we'll put the description um, in the... Uh, we'll, we'll put their name in the description at the end of the podcast, um, just so you can sort of see it. But it's El Escuadron de la Muerte, um, and uh, the song is called Ake Mikago, which actually translates as, Oh, I shit.
So sometimes we come across a band that just kind of strike us as, as being completely unique. And I think this next band, Empress, which you found, Pete, uh, are like one of those really. So it um, doesn't look like they've actually released much off this record just yet, just two or three tracks. But the one we're going to play, Sepulchre, is absolutely astounding, isn't it? Mm, yes. Yeah, they're a band um, who I've reviewed before. Uh, I think their first release and, uh, you know, they've, they've really progressed, you know, still familiar from, from that, you know, from when I reviewed them, but, you know, they've got this real full sound and they're getting, you know, a fair bit of recognition for this now. The album comes out on the day this podcast release, so by the time, you know, people hear it, they'll be able to hear the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, really good. Um, I, you know, I was making notes, you know, to kind of for, the, for, for this podcast and, um, the one band it reminds me of more than any is kind of the Latter Day Taint, you know, the albums that were oh, on yeah. Rise Above Records. Um, and funnily enough, I then checked back onto my old review just for reference, and and in there, um, and I forgot what you know what I'd written, and I sort of said um, they reminded me of Hark, which is you know the the band which Jim Bob from Taint then formed, and I said. And I wrote in the review, it, although am I just thinking this because the, the, there's a passing resemblance to Jim Bob with the singer of Empress. <laughs> I can uh, see so that, yeah. I'm, yeah, so I'm glad I've come to the same conclusion. Yeah. Because uh, they obviously do, and it wasn't just the uh, look thing. Um, you know, there's bits of maybe uh, the melodic uh, Baroness, you know, that grandeur of that. Um, and, they, you know, they're approaching that level of, you know, these bands, you know, these bands who've put out great records. Um, that's the kind of quality they've got. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's quite interesting that their description says that it, the band was actually born from when two of them went to see Elder. Yeah. They were actually inspired to start a band from seeing that band live. So, you know, that's that's a stamp of quality, isn't it? And if that's the, your inspiration in the first place, then you get an idea of where they're aiming for. You're on the right track, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this record looks really sort of well thought out and kind of... Um, more album-like than a lot of the things we might have played tonight. So, you know, mm. um, maybe a, a, not concept record, but very much kind of like um, much more than just a, a sort of collection of songs. I think that's that's what they're aiming for here, a little bit like a, a work of art, like we've, we've said in previous weeks. Um, yeah, simple as that, really. We're going to play um, the song Sepulchre from the new album Premonition, and you can get this at thisisempress.bandcamp.com.
when you're presented with a split release, um, it's often the case that it's two very sort of um, close to closely knit bands, or you know, bands that have got a lot in common, um, coming together to do something that sounds quite similar, or to sort of uh, just complement each other. Um, this one couldn't be further from it, really. So we've played a band called Religious Observance before from Melbourne, Australia, um, and it's absolutely brilliant, sort of sludgy messy primal kind of stuff really really cool stuff and again like their song on here um they've got a song called chud um is six minutes of complete unpleasantness but they've done a split with a band called birdcage uh, who i think are from the same city and yeah it couldn't be further from the truth could it really um pete i mean it's it's basically metallic surf rock um and it's surprisingly um driving and and kind of just amazing really I, I really really enjoyed it yes yeah and you know you said um <coughs> pre-warned almost that this wasn't our typical type of thing um and considering it's well for two things one it's like surf rock and, and two is instrumental um i didn't think i'd get this at all because you know i'm not bothered about surf rock. it's not you know it's not not part of my you know playlist ever and I am, you know, kind of, um, I, you know, I do often f think that instrumental music misses a vocalist. Um, yet, I, similarly to you, loved it straight away. I, I really did. I, did this, um, I, don't, I, I, I don't know why. It's absolutely kind of unexpected. It's strangely beautiful. And I guess that's such a weird thing to think about. Uh, about this, particularly on the other side of a, you know, of a, a sludge band where, you know, we're very, um, you know, close to our heart. So, yeah, a great find and um, adds a great variety to our podcast as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it's very rare that you get, like, so, you know, there's plenty of bands that do surf rock in a kind of heavier sort of style. You know, there's the punk um, kind of sci-fi enthusiasts called Manor Astroman who have albums that are just named after computer, pro you know, components and things. And they, they do a lot of the surf rock thing with, you know, sci-fi noises and samples from sci-fi films and stuff. And that works. Um, the band, the fucking champs kind of play a little bit like that as well. That's possibly like the, the closest you're going to get in terms of a comparison. If there's any other bands that sound like this, I'd be really keen to hear them. But yeah, Birdcage have got something, something unique going on. Um, and I think that's why I wanted to play it really. So there's just two tracks on the um, on the release, um, and it's described as a gentle summer sunset over the Mariana Trench, which I thought was brilliant. It kind of you can imagine that. It's uh, it's good stuff. Okay, so it looks like you can't actually find this on the Birdcage Bandcamp at the moment, but you can get it through Religious Observance's Bandcamp uh, in digital format. So it's just religiousobservance.bandcamp.com. <laughs> 